welcome to the uncanny link where physics meets metaphysics the podcast that can help you optimize your decision making skills in just under 30 minutes and i'm your host vashali nikade hello 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 everybody this is vashali and happy new year if you are listening live or if you download my recordings on a regular basis and if you are new then welcome and happy new year to you as well so today's episode is called the turning point today marks the beginning of a new year and it is celebrated all over the world with a lot of fanfare and people making new year resolutions in a sense it is the turning point which means that people essentially make some resolutions or vows to start things fresh or start things new and uh, to do something better and how long it continues it depends on the person sometimes it may continue for a week or two sometimes it could be for a month or two and sometimes it can become a habit so this is something that you can actually look back at the end of uh, 2019 and beginning of 2020 and figure out what kind of resolutions you made and what came out of it however we don't really have to wait until the end of the year for a turning point in essence the end of the month is a turning point because you're starting a new month the end of the week is a turning point because you're starting a new week and the end of the day is also a turning point because you're starting a new day and you can apply the same principle to hours and minutes and seconds in essence every decision is a turning point so what are the factors that actually contribute to turning points and how is that related to intuition so the first factor that contributes to a turning point is making a decision every time you make a decision one way you are saying no to making a decision the other way and you move forward in your journey in terms of time but in terms of the outcome or the results of that decision you can either move forward or backward and i just wanted to bring back a little bit of the history of the podcast and how the podcast started and how things moved forward because it may seem like a very slightly trivial decision or perhaps an insignificant decision however it will have a lot of implications if it turns out to be a decision which is made intuitively or which propels you forward so back in february of 2020 i was at a conference in new orleans and i had a choice to go to a conference in san diego or to skip it and one of the speakers in that conference in new orleans was holding this conference in san diego and um, 
I decided to go. And there's a long story about how I ended up going, even though I didn't want to go, but I'm probably going to skip that story for right now. But essentially what happened is I ended up going to the conference. And it turns out that this conference was the last conference I attended before COVID hit because it was just end of February, beginning of March. That was about the time frame. I believe it was the last day of February and first couple of days of March. And then I met a lot of people at the conference back in the time when people used to meet in person. I met a lot of people and um, I ended up joining a Facebook group. And what happened in that Facebook group is a few people were actually better testing their course. And uh, they said that, you know, they would offer us their podcast course for free so that we could actually launch a podcast. And at that point, there were about maybe a few hundred or two, three hundred people in the group. And maybe about 30 to 50 people signed up and said yes. So this decision was essentially a turning point for me because I signed up and I said yes. And out of those 30 to 50 people, I don't recall the exact number, maybe somewhere between 15 to 20 actually ended up launching their podcasts. So even though you sign up for something, and that can be a turning point unless you actually take the action. The turning point will not give you any results. So a turning point will give you results when it is acted upon. That is the conclusion of making that particular decision. So what happened is I ended up launching the podcast and here we are on this podcast. So if you look at it, from a high-level perspective, it was just a small decision that I ended up going to a conference because it was very easy for me not to go. However, by going, I ended up making a decision which turned out to be a turning point. And then by joining the Facebook group and by launching the podcast, I ended up making decisions which were actually turning points. So what you can do is go back and look at 2020 and see what kind of decisions you made in 2020 that actually turned out to be turning points. Which brings me to the second point that most of the times a turning point happens when you do something new. Which means that if you are doing the same thing over and over again, then a turning point can be difficult to come. Essentially, you have to take a risk. You have to take a chance. And when you do that, you enhance the ability to get new results. Or you actually increase the probability of something new happening in your life. So going to that conference, it was my first time over there to that particular conference. So that was one turning point where I did something new. And uh, signing up for the beta course, that was a turning point because I did something new. 
So doing something new or taking a risk actually enhances your ability to get new results. And that essentially contributes to a turning point. So if you look back at 2020 and you find that you have very few turning points, you may want to look at how many things did you do which were quote-unquote something new or take a risk. And if you did not, then that is something that you can change for this year, which means that try out something new maybe once a week or once a month and see what kind of result it brings. It's not so much about success or failure, but it's more about going in a new direction because you're flexing new muscles and you are enhancing the probability for the universe to bring something new to you. The last factor that contributes to a turning point is the books you read and the people you meet. And most likely you've heard this before. But uh, there is a lot of negativity about uh, how COVID has changed the world. But in one way, it has actually brought people closer together because a lot of people meet via Zoom. And considering the amount of conferences that people can go just by logging onto a computer, this functionality or this facility was not available in a pre-COVID world. And because of that, it has actually made easier for people all over the world to meet sort of crushed time zones and also brought people closer together. So that could be a different way of looking at things, even though things have changed and they are not the same. So essentially, this can be considered as a turning point, which means that because in-person meetings are restricted or not happening, they are still happening in a different way over Zoom or whatever is the other way you're meeting maybe Skype or some other uh, software. But essentially, when you are meeting these people and you are taking a conversation up with them and then you meet them after the conference and you try out a new idea or maybe join a new group, essentially you are enhancing the ability of a turning point to occur in your life. It brings about new ways of thinking and unless you do any sort of daily exercise or activity to flex your thinking muscle, it brings about new ways of thinking and new perceptions of how things can be done. And this reminds me of the quote from Einstein, which says that imagination is more important than knowledge. And this is the reason it is important to flex this muscle. So these are the three factors that contribute to a turning point. And 
the last thing I would like to say or the last point I would like to make is that we are living in a world today where we proverbially have to hit a moving target in the sense that in a pre-COVID world, people could rely on past data or there was past evidence as to how things would turn out based on how things had shaped in the past. But right now we are kind of hitting a moving target because I'll say most people do not know what's coming. There's always exceptions to that, but we are not going to get into that uh, in this particular episode. But most people don't know what's coming. So we have to be more intelligent in terms of making decisions. And logical decisions essentially will hit their limits, which means that just going and looking at the past that, uh, oh, because this has happened in the past, because we could go to that conference uh, last year, we can still go this year. That is no longer true. So logical decisions have hit their limits and it could be any logical decision. It doesn't have to be just going to a conference. It could be anything. So because logical decisions have hit their limits, intuitive decisions will actually thrive because when you are using intuition, you are actually using the abilities of the spirit. And like um, I've mentioned in the past episodes, the ability of the spirit is very, very different than the ability of the body. And because the spirit does not have the bounds of space or time. And if you're listening to this for the first time, you can go back to the episode which says five senses are not enough. Then it is very easy for the spirit to understand and to know whether or not a decision you are making is going to help you or hurt you. And it could be like, um, depending on your strongest clear, it could be that you see a vision of something, or it could be that you just hear a soft whisper saying, don't do this, or you just know that it is not the right thing to do, or you feel sick in your stomach. So all these are methods or ways by which your intuitive senses work. And uh, I have an episode for each one of these senses. And all of these episodes end in demystified. So you can check them out, which means that the episodes are clairvoyance demystified, claircognizance demystified, clairsentience demystified, and clairaudience demystified. So if you are learning uh, to make decisions in this kind of an environment, then the best thing is not only to look at the logical data, but also to get an intuitive feeling of whether or not it feels right to move forward with this particular decision. Because it only takes a very small seemingly insignificant decision to create a turning point in your life. But unless you make that decision, 
it will not happen. And it has to be, like I said, something new or something that um, has you taking a risk or uh, going into a new environment, meeting somebody new or learning something new from a book. Also, I have a freebie called Peek into the Future, which I will link in the show notes. And um, you can grab that freebie. I have a couple of audios on how you can use intuition for making decisions for business. So I will end this episode with that. And just remember that go back to 2020 and find out how many turning points you've had and what kind of decisions contributed to those turning points. Because if you know what kind of decisions contributed to those turning points, you can make those kind of decisions again in the future and have more turning points in your life. And then the other ways to add the turning points are through books, through people, and by doing something new. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also get more information on my website, theuncannylink.com. 